Well, hello. Hello, hello, hello. So, um, welcome to the Jesse Show. I think that I'm going to do these more frequently, so I'm going to probably stop putting numbers on the episodes. I think this would be episode five. I'm just jumping on real quick because uh, I want to talk about the fights that went down. Mostly just one. Uh, the Khabib and Justin Gaethje fight happened today. That was pretty dope. Um, Khabib uh, retired after the fight, after he triangled, choked the shit out of Justin Gaethje. Made him go to sleep. That was kind of dope. Um, and then there's some scuttlebutt after. Uh, let's see. Let's start at the top of the drama. Oh, no. Hold on. I want to slow down and talk about uh, the fight a little more. Um, I thought it was going to be more explosive than it was, but... Um, yeah, he just kind of got beat up, man. I'm not gonna lie. I thought there was, a, I thought it was gonna go a little further because he's been uh, super dominant in all his fights. But as has Khabib, so it wasn't really a surprise. And uh, you know, Khabib's coming off the death of his father, so he probably felt like he had a lot to prove. And um, and then he said that he retired, you know, right after that, saying he ain't doing it no more. He even promised his mom it's gonna be the last fight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, Khabib don't really seem like one of bullshit, you know. Like I think like like Connor's like you know. Cheers, thanks for the cheddar. And then, you know, he's back fighting in a month. Um, but I don't think this is that kind of case. So so that's interesting. And then um, Robert Whitaker, people are tossing around him. And Israel Awasandi, I think I said his last name right. Um, Izzy, there's a lot of people call him. So uh, that would be an interesting fight to come up. I mean, we all saw what happened last time, but... Um, you know, a lot can happen on the run back. Uh, but anyway, but more so, uh, there's a lot of discussion about that was on some of the MMA Instagram pages talking about because Khabib said he wants to be known as the pound for pound best fighter. And um, so we got to take in, um, and then, you know, a lot of people are making the comparison who's better, him or John Jones. Uh, who's the pound-for-pound pound best fighter. And for me, I would say John Jones just because it's a, a longer period of time that he was in. he's been in the UFC and ain't nobody took that belt from him fair and square. Or nobody took the belt from him, period. He took the belt from himself because he did a bunch of coke and pissed off for steroids. But, I mean, he stopped. I mean, stop fucking DC. Come on, man. You can't uh, discount that. Not taking anything away from Khabib. He's a fucking monster. He's awesome. You know, I mean, he's a super, just a good champ. You know, no pissing tests for your fucking boner pills or coke. He's not fucking getting DUIs. He's not doing a bunch of stupid shit, you know. He's just a uh, a humble dude that beats mass. So, he, if we're matching, like, legacy, like, John Jones' uh, personality and uh, character defects versus Khabib's, there's an argument there, but if we're just talking the sport itself, I'm going to have to go John Jones, but I'm also a John Jones fan, so there's that. Um, I'm a little bit biased. I like John Jones a lot. I think he's a fucking badass, but, um, but you know, just say what you want. 155 could be, might be the best to ever do it, but then there's also the argument for Demetrius Johnson, you know? I mean, he, he left the UFC because they weren't really... Um, they weren't really taking advantage of, or, you know, they weren't making his weight class, like, a thing. So, he kind of bounced out. They weren't really giving him the hype he deserved. I mean, that dude did, like, a freaking, what was it, a suplex to a flying armbar. Like, man, like, 
some straight up fucking Matrix shit, you know? Like, so Dimitri Johnson, I, you know, I don't got the stats in front of me and stuff, but he had a, a real, real, real long time of uh, being the best. So, you know, we can, uh, you know, our George St. Pierre, he's an he's a argument for the GOAT. But, you know, we'll, we'll leave that uh, where that is with the GOAT argument. But um, let's talk about who's talking shit. So, Justin Gaethje said some shit to Connor about, you know, you ain't really signed the paperwork for to fight Dustin Poirier yet. Fight me instead. Um, I think T. Ferg's going to fight. T. Ferg, Tony Ferguson was talking a bunch of shit about, about Khabib retiring and wasn't really being all that cool about it, which I thought was kind of douchey. But, you know, he wanted to fight that dude for a long time and it never, never really panned out. Um, they had like two or three different fights scheduled where one of them would get injured and then, uh, you know, COVID hit and uh, Khabib couldn't leave Russia and then his father died, you know, um, from COVID. So it's like, you know, it ain't really Khabib's fault. And then I think Khabib missed weight at one of his fights, but after that he's been pretty on point with his weight cuts. So, um, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, and then, I mean, you know, Nate Diaz always got some shit to say. He said, uh, pretty much everybody but Khabib in the 155 that is, uh, you know, any shit right now. He's talking about none of them know jujitsu and that he ain't eating up everything like everybody else. But, I don't know. Nate Diaz is a badass, but, I mean, he's been getting beat up in a lot of his fights. He's, uh, I think that he thinks he's harder than he is, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm not taking really anything away from him. He's a fucking badass. I mean, he'll box your lips off and choke you out. You know, like, no doubt Nate Diaz is a badass. But, I don't know. Um, you know, the first Conor fight, he dominated him. But the second one, he, you know, they ran a game plan and, and they won the fight on him. So, I mean, they could take it back for a third fight. I wouldn't be mad at that. But, um, you know, so we got... The top contenders at 155 that want to go in. I don't think Connor's going for a belt, uh, a run for the belt. I think he's just trying to fight uh, Dustin Poirier because he wanted to make it like a whole different thing outside the UFC, and then he's just trying to fight him and do that charitable cause kind of deal. And then I think he's trying to box, uh, like in a boxing match with uh, Man- Mackie- Manny Pacquiao. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so that's all. All uh, you know. That's what I think that is. But then I, I know that um, Michael Chandler just came from Bellator, and he's trying to get up in that top five. Um, Justin Gaethje, they might, he might still have the belt since could be retired. I don't know. Probably they'll probably do a fight uh, to a unification fight. I would imagine. Um, you know, who, who do we got? Michael Chandler's probably going to try and fight Justin Gaethje and get that belt coming in. I think that's the next one they're going to set up, unless it's going to be a, a run back at K. Uh, Gaethje and uh, Tony Ferguson or you know who else is killing 55 right now I mean Dustin Poirier but I think uh, you know he's got that fight with with Connor he's not trying to pass that up that's a, a big money fight for him I don't I don't see a better fight for him even for the belt I don't think it would be better for his career than to run it back with Connor because that's gonna be huge every time Connor fights it's like you know so it's a show Connor sells pay-per-views no matter what you know so um yeah, so anybody wants to talk about that stuff, hit me in the comments. Um, I'm still doing my my little challenges, my keto for Christmas. I've been um, 
taking on a little more calories than I want. I'm trying to shift gears into my own personal bullshit. So if you're here for the MMA, you could probably turn it off right now. But um, but you'd be a sucker because you're about to let some jewels run out of the pocket. So I've been eating a little more calories than I want. I haven't put on any real weight or lost any weight. I'm kind of just floating at the same weight. Um, so I'm planning, I was thinking about like, you know, when, when I was cutting this summer, when I was running a lot, um, when I was, when I was getting really dialed in, I, I'm about the same weight I am, I'm about the same weight now as I was then, but, um, I was thinking about the things that made, uh, my weight cut really effective and I was training for a marathon. So you're not gonna, you know, just with the calorie expenditure, you're not gonna get that unless you're just like doing a lot of fasts and stuff. And I was doing fast and I was running and I was eating super strict keto. So I was kind of just going hard in the paint all summer. So I was thinking like maybe I'll, I'll, I'll introduce some of that stuff uh, on a lower level because I'm not trying to – because running uh, tears your body apart if you're doing it like big time. Like, you know, like I spent most of the summer just uh, after sat- Saturday morning after that. The rest of the day is like, you know – I mean, you run 10 plus miles, you're going to be pretty sore for the rest of the day. Uh, it, for most people that, I don't know, I'm not a runner per se. So I was just kind of going off of uh, my hard headedness and a little bit of YouTube videos and some book, couple books I read. So um, I want to start running again. I think I need to start, uh, you know, doing that a couple times a week. But I'm not going to um, kill myself like I was because that was a... Uh, you know, that was a, an experience. It's a really hard uh, training regimen to be a runner. And I'm trying to uh, kind of put on a little more muscle, but not put on a lot of body weight. So I'm kind of just trying to tighten up. Um, you know, I, I don't want to say toning, but, you know, I want to get um, I want to get kind of strong again. But right now, a lot of my joints are in disrepair. Uh, like I have, I have some shoulder pain. I got the back of my knee kind of fucking hurts so i got a little bit of hip pain going so i'm trying to do a lot of uh single joint movements to rebuild a lot of the ligaments that i've that i've beat up a little bit and um so i've been doing that i've been trying to get um to stay steady with the, the long lost brothers challenges that's a that's a challenge in itself let's see what else did i want to talk about oh some books that i've been reading um, I'm reading this uh, CBT book, so that's a uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's this kind of a uh, counseling that has a lot to do with like, um, you know, learning how to feel your feelings, like, uh, you know, like take a deep breath. Like that's just kind of like, you know, that's like a borderline idea of like cognitive behavioral therapy. So I've been tossing around this book like that, and then um, I just started this book called Mountains. Uh, beyond mountains and um i'm only a couple chapters in but that's really cool it's about it's not what i thought it was about i thought it was about like um you know it is about chasing or facing challenges after you think you faced all the challenges so i was like because that's like the basic meaning of that saying is like once you overcome this big challenge you'll understand that there's bigger challenges so that's like the idea behind mountains behind mountains like a japanese proverb um so this book is about um, this um, American doctor that spends a lot of his time in in Hades, or did back in, I think it was in, in the 90s, when it was like really rough over there. It's probably still really rough. I don't know. I'm not really up on that. But, um, you know, and he's bringing uh, Western medicine there, trying to help them uh, 
you know, help them have, act, like, not be dying of, like, things that are super treatable. Because that's what was happening over there because the people were so poor. Because the the government had been um, overthrown by, like, some, like, gangster assholes that weren't really, you know, they're just taking all the money and leaving, like, the peasants to die. So, I mean, that that's the understanding I have. But, um, so I'm a couple chapters into that. And that was uh, referred to me by a really smart dude that I hang out with sometimes. And, uh, Curtis, that's a good book, man. I'm uh, digging it. So, Mountains Over Mountains. I don't have the author's name. Or Mountains Beyond Mountains. And then um, I'll check back in with you guys when I get on the end of it. And uh, let you give a little little book review. If you want to get interested in that. Um, we're going to record a new episode of Long Lost Brothers tomorrow. So, you might check that out. That's coming up. Uh, we're delving in on that uh, the book of um, The War... The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And uh, we're kind of doing like a little three-parter. Um, the whole episode ain't about that, but that's kind of like we do a book of the month. And this one, there's like some real basic, uh, three, there's like three parts we're going to break down. So if you want to come check that out, you're very invited. Uh, that's a long-lost brother's podcast. That's with me and Brett Scott. I'll probably reiterate that quite a bit on my show, so you can check out that show. But I think they both of them... These shows are of substance, so you're welcome. You're invited. I think that's about what I got for today, but we will uh, be back in a day or two and get back with you, baby.